Welcome to Young Moja Speaks Podcast with your host, Shalonda. This is a conversation about trauma and how it impacts our personal development journeys, taking accountability, and uncovering how foster care and the relationships that we had or didn't have shape who we are and who we will become. This podcast addressed foster care and the system and how foster youth are underprepared for the transition into adulthood. We provide resources and a community to to discuss the issues with the child welfare system and helping youth make that smooth transition into adulthood to better their life choices and ultimately better their lives. If this podcast interests you, we ask you to join the community at Yamoja Speaks on Instagram as well as Facebook. We are branching out to other social media platforms. And if this resonates with you, we ask to share with any of your networks. Hamjambo, see Jambo Leo. I am doing good this week. I recently had the time to process like my unexpected emotions that came up last week and prior. However, I had to take the time to understand the big why behind how I was feeling and do something with them. So we are discussing them within this podcast. And the last episode, we discussed the random rant about relationships and the complexities of developing healthy relationships with another person. But if you haven't listened to that podcast episode, please go back and check it out. In this episode, we are discussing and talking about conflicting emotions that we have with friends due to the lack of healthy platonic and romantic relationships uh, represented or misrepresented in our own lives. So I always go back to the basics and we're going to discuss some things that are important within creating healthy relationships with people. I have this quote from We Think Twice, which is, I believe they are, right now I know that they're a website, but I think that they are a movement and resources for people to understand how to create healthy relationships and boundaries with people and understanding the relationship that they have from within themselves and with themselves and that being an extension to whoever you create a relationship with as well so their quote says relationships equal commitment and work so we're going to discuss that because the relationships, regardless of whatever relationship, it can be a platonic or a romantic relationship with a person. It definitely takes time and effort, which is the commitment part and the work, the process of getting to know someone. So asking them, you know, personal questions, kind of getting more information out of them their life experiences that takes time and work and it develops into a relationship and a a healthy one if you allow yourself to be open 
and they allow themselves to be open as well. So we're going to discuss five things that you can really look at to kind of see what kind of relationship that you're in and just kind of observe whether or not this is healthy or not healthy. So some things to recognize that it may be healthier than not is that there is positivity within the relationship that you are developing. This is a way of thinking and it includes positive emotions. So the joy that you have, the gratitude and the curiosity and adventurous nature about yourself, right? When you're able to share these positive emotions with a friend, it brings a healthy relationship dynamic duo you want to be around them they're so intoxicating with with radiating joy and positivity that you want to be in their their space right you want to be around them because that energy that they have within their lives excites you you have openness that's two Openness, of course, is the understanding that we do not share the same thought pattern, experiences, um, opinions about life, and everyone brings their own unique perspective to a conversation as well as to a relationship. So with that being said, when you're open, you're willing to listen to the differences that you have with a person And not be so judgmental towards whatever perspective that they come with, but being open to listen to that uh, perspective and really just allowing them to be authentically within themselves and with you. Just sharing. The third is assurance. Allowing someone to be reassured that, let's say you are within a friendship, they are confident and they know because you show them by actions you show them by words and of course we have to talk about the love languages just a peek but you know you show assurance by and you reassure someone by you know accommodating them but it is not crossing your boundaries you are making it into a healthy space but you're not willing to compromise who you are and the values that you have for your life. Four is social networks. So this part is who surrounds them? Who's in their lives? What friends do they see as important in their lives, right? What business person, their family structure so social networks is the important people that they have around them and of course if you're in a healthy friendship and developing into something more you know who this person hangs out with and their lifestyle that is not attached to just you and vice versa they know you in different areas interacting with different people at given times five five is to share and be an asset so this can be to give 
within a friendship as well as to receive but giving as much as yourself to this person as being open and vulnerable to share intimate things about yourself as well as allowing them to share with you receiving what they have to offer you as well and to really know what your values are and deliver that to that friendship, giving it your all. So when we have strong connections or a strong connection to a friend or a partner, but in my case, friend, we can really have that attraction to a person, right? It can be their personality, their attitude towards a particular topic or subject, It can be their life's experience, but whatever we may sum it up to be, right? It's when you know, you know. However, have you been in a space where you were able to be open with a friend about many things that occurred in your life? Literally a lot of things were happening at one given time or period of your life that you were able to be very open with and share so much. However, it complicated the relationship that you had with this friend. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at least one person that you've developed a relationship with, someone within that relationship develops Um, deep romantic feelings for the other person and it's not platonic. So we're going to address that. I read a, a study or an article from 2006 and it stated that we believe that we choose friends for who they are, but it turns out that we really love them because the way that they support us. So I want to discuss that. I know that 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 cuts like a little deep. Like we want to believe that it's only about the character, their character and how they were shaped. And then, you know, but when you really think how they support you, how do your friends show up for you? And I know that I don't have really intimate, like I don't have intimate relationships with a ton of friends so I do know the ones that are there when I show up for them it means I I'm not doing it at my expense of course I'm not doing it at my family's expense but when you need me I'm there when you need to discuss a problem that you're having I'm going to be emotionally available for you to have that conversation with me because I know that you need it. That's what being um, supportive of another person means. So being able to be open with your friend and how they support you and say support is not always going to be friendly. They're not going to always agree with every decision every decision that you've made or will make okay so supporting you may tell you like hey that idea 
is not so good. Hey, do not follow through with that. Or it may be that they're telling you that you aren't as productive as you could be. Um, Let's try to get you some strategies. It's not just leaving you with, oh, well, you don't do this right. But a way for them to support you in a healthy manner of giving you those resources, of providing you with the, the true support to make it to where if they see a flaw within you or you see a, they see a flaw within you, you two help each other out to fix that, to strengthen it, and then you move forward together. So within this article on psychology today, it discussed the complexities of developing the bonds that we have and taking those bonds and uh, moving them from the acquaintance stage into a true friendship and then moving that friendship into a best friend. What they have learned is that the transitional point is self-disclosure, being open being vulnerable and sharing uh, details about your personal lives. And in the beginning, of course, this process is gradual, showing one, oh, sharing like one's personal information and then using that as like a test to see whether or not the other person will reciprocate. And as we know, reciprocity is the key to developing satisfying relationships so I want to ask have you ever been or have you ever had a strong vibe with someone like I don't know it just came right off the bat you don't know what it is it's just their personality but it's something that attracts you the law of attraction that's another podcast that's another episode but something attracts you to this person and it lures you in but 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 here's the big but but your past trauma prevents you from honestly expressing yourself whoa right Mm. you have a really good vibe with someone and maybe within this relationship you were able to share you know, personal information, personal emotions, um, personal details about your life. You were able to share a lot. However, your previous trauma that you had is still preventing you from truly being authentic within yourself and within this relationship with a friend. Wow. I know for me personally, I've had this happen and I'm still like uncovering why sometimes I refuse to be authentic or why I I put um what is it my public perception over sometimes my happiness you know I I just thought about that but my personal perception how people perceive me publicly over how I truly feel. Um, and I think that is what stops me from developing certain relationships or going deeper with a person because if I if you've known me to be 
I guess, flawless. Let's just say it like that. If you've known me to be well-rounded, and if you know me, you know me, right? Um, There's a certain image that I uphold. There's a certain attitude that I carry about myself in a way that I move and how I speak, how I do things. However, when we are deep friends, I feel like I can be myself with you. There's no mask to hide behind. Like you're going to see the 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 small details of me, like wordplay and sometimes it can get pretty intense with some of the wordplay that I come up with or what I think may be funny might be an inappropriate joke with someone else but I digress when you have a friendship that you're able to be yourself like that sometimes I I do think the past trauma that we've dealt with or haven't dealt with plays a role in how we are honestly expressing ourselves to this person that we're now developing a relationship or a friendship with. So let me further explain. This is when we can share, and I just explained like details of it, but let's go further into to depth. And I'll tell you a story. So this is when we feel that we can share certain experiences that we had or our real personality. Like I said, my wordplay, we share personal things, what we like, what we don't like, what we do with other people. Maybe we are chit-chatting. And of course, maybe I should mention that sometimes this could be with the opposite sex as well, because that's when... I mean, relationships can take a turn and a a male falls for his female friend, a female friend might fall for a male friend, or in the opposite where you are falling for the same sex and you like your friend and you don't know how to explain it or express it to your friend. But boundaries haven't been set and the miscommunication or whether or not you know, you want to take it to the next level, definitely were not discussed. So, I mentioned it a little early, but when one friend develops romantic feelings for the other friend, because the amount of self-disclosure and sharing, right, then you become romantically drawn to them because how they showed up and how they supported you as a person is now becoming more complicated and complex to you that you have grown into more emotional driven connection with this person and it's it's stepping out of this friend zone for you or the other person into a romantic idea that maybe we can be something else, right? Maybe we can be more. And within a previous podcast, I discussed that I had a friend that emailed me before a big um, turn for the worse. And 
what I was confused about is that I was mixing up my emotions because I felt grief. I still had this level of, I haven't been able to address how I actually feel. But then I also was in a space of, I don't know how I actually feel. I'm in this complicated vortex of going back and forth into how I showed up when we were interacting, what was the demise of our friendship, what was the reconnection phase, and then after the fact, you know, after the fact of getting this email, and bringing myself to understand the emotional state that I was in and all of those phases to really understand my emotional state and connection to my friend. Because after getting the information of how they felt, that confused me even further and more into kind of going into understanding like, okay, reflect over the interactions that we've had conversations that we had why we drew so close together why we when we got into it why did we have strong personalities that propelled us away from it pushed us away from each other so far but when we were able to reconcile our differences we drew back together closer than ever What was the spark of this friendship? Why? What was the dynamic? And I'm still understanding. I'm still going through to understand what is the dynamic of this relationship, of this powerful connection that I had. But I also believe that sometimes boundaries can be crossed with friends because we have limited healthy relationships that truly and I mean really support us in everything that we do and then when we find someone that can support us and we see them making this grand gesture this effort to really provide that support for us we want to keep it and Sometimes we want to cherish it much more and turn it into something else. This amazing friendship that we have, we want to own it, right? And to own it and cherish it is to, you know, give it more life. And I think within that is a slippery slope because then we start to cross boundaries and mix emotions and then romantic emotions are involved. (laughs) And it brings me back to the random rant. Having friends that you really had a deep connection with and not figuring out how you felt in the crucial moments that you had together and figuring out later what it could be 
and not having a place to put those emotions or being able to express those emotions really can even confuse us even more. And then for me personally, I dealt with some traumatic things and I'm still working those things out like um, attachment. I don't know if it's an actual disorder or anything, but I've read other things that is like attachment disorders where I know someone asks me like do you have close intimate relationships with people and I'm like uh no not like that no and I had to explain so my explanation was that I've never gotten so close to a person that I felt like I can share everything about me. And even with a certain person that I got in a really strong connection, it still prevented me from oversharing to the extent that that's where I needed to break down my wall with my really close friend, right? And prior to this, being in foster care has taught me that, you know, before foster care is taught it's taught me to be guarded and in a lot of situations I'm more so guarded when it comes to creating relationships with people and it's harder to have a deep emotional connection even with a friend sometimes and something prevents me so that goes back into the traumatic experience that needs to be uncovered what is it within my life and maybe within your life as well that was traumatic that you're harboring emotions connected to either being abandoned by a parent and that hurt you because for me every time I reflect on my upbringing it's the abandonment from my father, my paternal family, I guess, because I didn't have that established relationship after a certain age of my life. And when I was developing that relationship, it just was not what I had thought that it would be, right? And it wasn't ideal. It wasn't what I wanted. So I didn't accept it for what it was. And it was very challenging to create off of what it was. So for me, in personal relationships with friendships and romantic relationships, I think for me, my trauma, it prevents me from making a deep connection. And um, for other people, it might get in the way of, since we don't have great relationship examples, platonic friendships between the opposite sex right if we don't have those examples then it's harder for us to create what has not been seen and so it's easier for us to say that yeah I'm I have male friends but secretly this is a relationship that's going to turn into well if I'm here for a number of years right I can wait here in this spot until the day comes where I can then move into the next spot. And it can go from 
a man thinking that he can hold a friendship with a woman or a woman thinking that she can hold a friendship with a man until their time come for them to kind of step into that romantic relationship. Wow, that is, that is like, (laughs) and I know some people do have some really good, um, platonic relationships with the opposite sex so let me not say like there's no relationships whatsoever but um there are definitely people who will wait until they have that opportunity to then cross the line and go for it because they have secretly been feeling a certain way and they developed more romantic um emotions and they don't want to stay in this friendship zone and they've been really waiting for their time to come up with the strength and the courage to now address it and say like hey I want to be with you I'll leave you and close out this podcast with how to understand the dynamic of your relationship and understand the trauma that prevents you from creating healthy boundaries with your friend and not crossing the boundaries especially because creating them is one thing but not crossing those boundaries and sticking to what you need to stick to but for me I recognize my trauma by talking to a therapist every single week I make sure that I just have an ability to be aware and for me it is journaling first so I go back into my journal and kind of get out whatever feelings I have right then and there and then I go back and I'll read it and then discussing it with my therapist and her giving me reflective things to think about really kind of helps structure a way of thinking for me but then I go off of that way of thinking that process that was given to me or whatever that prompt that was given to me and I go back and I'm more reflective over and have been doing this for, I guess, a couple of years. Um, Understanding how relationships and people really impact my life. And maybe you can take the time to understand this for yourself. Like how have the relationship between your parents impacted you and the relationship that you have with the outside world, with you creating friendships. I know for me personally, I always wanted this uh, girls, I don't know, friendship, bond, where you take girl trips. And for me, I don't have, I don't have the circle of friends that all hang out together. So for us to kind of do this, it's literally um, my friend having to invite all the people that she knows that I don't. And I'm not a big people person for large crowds. So I'll probably just, you know, kind of maneuver where I have someone alone and have like an intimate conversation with a person. See if, you know, fill her out, I mean, fill her out like 
you know, do we have things in common? Can we, do we have things to talk about? Do we, can we share certain things? And if not, I'll move on to trying to figure out who I can have that personal conversation with and find commonalities between us. And then that would be the person that I'm just like, okay, we can hang out, (laughs) we can talk. Um, But then it would be me also inviting people from the places and spaces that I've been and mixing them up, you know, mixing up the group of, of girls, right? But I've never seen my mom and my aunties doing these things. Like I've seen pictures of my aunties go out to the club together, but I haven't seen platonic relationships like these, like healthy girl relationships or sisterhood. I haven't been able to see that. And then I also haven't been able to see um, inter, I don't know, I don't know if that's a thing, but like intersexual relationship. I don't know if that's like, okay, so between opposite sex because I don't know if that's leading into something totally different or not, but good and healthy relationships between friends of the opposite sex, I don't have a good depiction of what that looks like either. So I think for me personally, the reason why I said that this podcast was going to address like how our personal trauma, I think that not seeing healthy relationships can hinder you it can make you also feel a certain way so maybe for myself I could be harboring a plethora of emotions that are hidden away from me based off me wanting to have a sisterhood in a bond so we can take trips together and laugh together and cry together and do all these other things right but not knowing what it takes to get there and then slowly working it out to learn how to do that and learn what I need to do to be a certain girlfriend or sister that you know take care of my sister being able to give but also being able to receive in those relationships that I'm cultivating but then on the other other hand a healthy relationship with the opposite sex and addressing what type of relationship that I have with my dad and what makes it the way that it is, why we have the differences that we have. And therefore, once I address that, now I can start addressing the relationships that I have with my brothers and a relationship between male friends and romantic partners that I've had or whatever. That is how we get to the root of it. And so I did want to kind of share that trauma And trauma is the emotions that we have that's unresolved, right? So whatever previous emotion that we've had from a previous experience that we still have within us, that we're still holding on to, that now we say that this is our belief, this is what we value, whatever that might be, that that could be hindering our relationships. That could be making us cross the lines with a friend and trying to pivot into something different that may set us up for the wrong thing within developing a relationship or to shut it off to not even develop a relationship in a healthy one at that 
So that is all for this podcast. And I hope that it made a lot of sense. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Emoji Speaks podcast this week. If you are loving this podcast, liking this podcast, or you want to make suggestions about what we should discuss, how we should discuss it, what angle, if that is what interests you to kind of put more uh, feedback, I ask you to like this podcast so that we can grow the community and leave us a review so that we can improve the community and of course we are on other social media platforms that's always going to be in the description box we are on instagram as well as facebook however we are branching out to other social media platforms so you can check us out and stay connected until next week Thank you.